विंदे गुरुनाम चरणार विंदे संदर्शित स्वात्मा सुखावबोधे निश्रेय से जांगलिकाय माने संसार हाला हलमोह शांते आबाहु पुरुषाकारम शंखचक्रासीधारिनम साहस्राशिरसम श्वेतम प्रणमामि पतंजलम योगेन चित्तस्य परेन वाचाम मलम शरीरस्य चवाइद्यकेना योपाकरोतम प्रवरम मुनीनाम पतंजलिम प्राणजलि रानतोस्मि ओम शन्नो मित्रशम वरुणा शन्नो बावत्वरिहमा शन्नाइंद्रो ब्रह्मस्पति ही शन्नो विष्णुरुक्रमा नमो ब्रह्मने नमस्ते वायो वमेवा प्रत्यक्षम् ब्रह्मासी वमेवा प्रत्यक्षम् ब्रह्मवदिष्यामि अर्थमवदिष्यामि सत्यमवदिष्यामि तन्मामवतु तद्वक्तारमवतु आवतुमाम आवतुवक्तारम ॐ शांति 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 ही ॐ सहना बबतु सहना बुनतु सहवीर्यम कारवावाहि तेजस्विनाभदीतमस्तुमाविद्विशाभाहि ओम शांति 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 ही ओम असतोमासत्कमाया तमसोमाजोतीर्गमाया मृत्योर्मा अमृतंगमाया ओम शांति 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 ही ओम गणना अम त्वागणपतिगुम हवामहे कविंकविनामुपमश्रवस्तमम जेष्ठराजं ब्रह्मनाम ब्रह्मनस्पतान श्रिन्बन्दुतिबिसीदसादनम् महागणपताये नमः ओम प्रणोदेवी सरस्वती वाजे वीरवाजनीवती धीनाम वित्रियवतु वाग्देव्याय नमः ओम न 
नमो ब्रह्म विद्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो नमो वंशृषिभ्यो नमो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्यः सर्वोपलबित प्रज्ञान घन प्रतिगाथो ब्रह्मास्म तत्सत परमात्म नम श्रीपातंजलोगदर्शन अथ साधन पाद तपस्वाध्यायर प्रनिधा क्रिया तपस् स्वाध्यायर प्रनिधा क्रियाग सविभावनाथ अविद्यास्मिथाराग्वेशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशाशा
दृष्टात्रशुद्धोपी प्रत्यपश्य तदर्थ एव दृश्य प्रतिनष्टमीनवादारणवाशक्तोपलब्धि संयोग विवेकख्यातिपलवाभूमि योगांगानुष्ठाशुद्धिक्षाखाख्या विवेकख्यातिपलवाहानोपायमनियम आसन प्राणायाम प्रत्याहारधारण सहिंसमसन प्राणायाम प्रत्याहारधारण ध्यान सामधयोष्टाभंगा अहिंसा सत्यस्तेय ब्रह्मचर्य अपरिग्रहा यमा अहिंसा सत्यास्तेय ब्रह्मचर्यापरिग्रहा अहिंसा सत्यस्तेय ब्रह्मचर्य अपरिग्रहा यमा अहिंसा सत्यास्तेय ब्रह्मचर्यापरिग्रहा यमा अहिंसा सत्यस्तेय ब्रह्मचर्य अपरिग्रहा यमा जातिदेश महाव्रत शौच सतोषतपस्वाध्यायर प्रणिधा शौच सतोषतपस्वाध्यायर 
ಶೌಚಸಂತೋಷತಪಸ್ವಾಧ್ಯಾಯೇಶ್ವರಪ್ರಣಿಧಾನಿಯಮಾಹಾಧನೆ ಪ್ರತಿಪಕ್ಷಭಾವಿಥಾರ್ಕಾಹಿಂಸಾ ದುಃಖಾಜ್ಞಾನಂತಫಲಾಹಿಂಸಾತಿಷ್ಠಾಸ್ಯ ಅಹಿಂಸಾತಿಷ್ಠಾಸ್ಯಾಶ್ರಯ್ರಿಯ ಆಶ್ರಯತ್ವಸ್ಥಾನಸ್ತೇಯತಿಷ್ಠಾಸ್ತೇಯತ್ನೋಪಸ್ಥಾನ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮಚಾರ್ಯಪ್ರತಿಷ್ಠಾಸ್ಥಾಪರಿಗ್ರಹಸ್ಥೈರ್ಯೇ ಅಪರಿಗ್ರಹಸ್ಥೈರ್ಯೇಜನ್ಮಕಥಂಥಾಸಂಬೋಧಾಚುಗುಪ್ಸ ಸ್ವಾಂಗಜುಗುಪ್ಸಾ ಪರೈ ಅಸಂಸರ್ಗ ಶೌಚಾತ್ಸ್ವಂಗಚುಗುಪ್ಸಾ 
Parairasan Parairi Asan Sargaha Sattva Shuddhi Saumanasya Aikagriya Aikagriya Indriya Jaya Indriya Jaya Atma Darshana Yogyatvanicha Yogyatvanicha Sattva Shuddhi Saumanasya Aikagriya Indriya Jaya Atma Darshana Yogyatvanicha Saumanasyaikagriyendriya Saumanas Saumanas Yaikagriya Yaikagriyendriya Yaikagriyendriya Jayatma Darshana Yogyatvanicha Santoshat Anuttamaha Sukalabaha Santoshat Anuttamaha Sukalabaha Kaya Indriya Siddhi Kayendriya Kayendriya Siddhi Ashuddikshayat Tapasaha Kayendriya Siddhi Ashuddikshayat Tapasaha Swadhyayat Ishta Devata Samprayogaha Swadhyayat Ishta Devata Samprayogaha Samadhi Siddhi Ishwara Pranidanat Samadhi Siddhi Ishwara Pranidhanat Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamid Udachate Purnasya Purnam Daya Purnameva Avashishyate Om Shanti 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 Alright guys, thank you very much.
Let me put it like this. I like you guys at the bottom of my screen. That's too big. Ah, yeah, perfect. There we go. All right. So where are we at in the Yoga Sutras? We just were uh, discussing last Wednesday, Sutra 233, Vitarka Modita. Ah, sorry, 334. Vitarka 233, just if you're having a mindset that's keeping you down, keeping you from feeling uplifted, being uplifted, moving up the evolutionary ladder, it's taking you down the evolutionary ladder towards the, the lower realm, hell realms, uh, the realm of the hungry ghosts. <laughs> then, uh, we, sh we need to reframe our thinking. Pratipaksha, opposite perspective. Bhavana, our frame of mind. So, and then, so 33 is the situation. Our thinking is, is bad. We're having dharmanasya, or we're having you know, negative thinking. Uh, 34 is a qualifier. Doesn't matter if it's a violent type or angry type, greedy type. Right? That's that's this part of the sutra. Hinsa adayaha. Doesn't matter if you're the one who did it, the krita, or if you were an instigator of it. You, you coax somebody into doing it. Uh, or if you were an accomplice, you, you gave approval, your presence by, by being present at the crime. All these different things. It doesn't matter, you know, what type of mental poison you had, greed, anger, delusion, jealousy, whatever motivated it and whatever kind of action you gave out. So these are the different actions you gave out. And these are the motivators. The Purvaka means the, the motivation. Purvaka, what preceded it, what inspired it came. The inspiration is what instigated your, your action. And so, and, and we gave the example, even if it's just a little slight, do a tiny bit, or a medium amount, of course, obviously, if it's a big, uh, a big crime that you committed, then obviously, but even the little ones are also um, sources, pala means fruit, right? So there, you know, everything is cause and effect. When we, when we look at our life on the surface, on the street level, we think maybe everything's random. I mean, it's hard to see the logic or the cause and effect of everything going on because 
there's so much complexity, so many dimensions and, and so many different forces coming together from millions of different directions, billions of different directions. Uh, so it's difficult for us to see cause and effect working on the street level. But if you step back and you look at the way the galaxies function, the way the solar system functions, the way the moon functions around the earth and the earth functions around the sun, it's extremely orderly. You can calculate years and years and years, decades into advance where things are going to be. It's very predictable. So there is something happening. There is cause and effect. Cause and effect is, uh, is a fundamental assumption or perception but for some, depending on how subtle, how deep your uh, perception is able to, to see things. But, uh, you know, if I throw a ball, after the ball leaves my hand, there's nothing else I can do. The ball is going to continue on its way. I caused the ball to fly across the air. Once that ball leaves my hand, the karma that was put into the ball is out of my control. Only while it's still in my hand do I have ability to change the karma involved with the, where the ball is going, what's going to happen to the ball. When the thoughts are, when the emotions, when it's inside us, right, what we're musing over from the past or speculating in the future, that's karma we have control over within ourselves. How we react to it. What happens to us, that part that's inside us, we have control, some ability to learn how to control inside us. But what's happening outside, if I rob a bank or I shoot my neighbor, there's going to be a reaction from the world towards me that I'm not going to be able to control. Maybe I can uh, try to manipulate it by creating more karmas to try to deflect or to escape, run away from those, those karmas that are going to come at me as a result, as a reaction to what I did. But, uh, but I can't control them other than actually putting myself into a, a new situation that influences, that interrupts and disturbs what's happening. So karma lives out in two different realms. The karma that we carry with us, that we have some ability or a great potential to learn how to manage better uh, and then and we can learn how to to manage and we can guess and do our best and we can learn to do better with how we manage our choices externally but you know you can get better at throwing the ball but still no matter how good you get at throwing the ball you can be the best ball thrower in the whole world as soon as that ball leaves your hand, you can't do anything anymore. The ball is going. The ball is gone.
So you can, you can get more skillful at, with your actions to create better effects, better results in the world or not, you know, but, uh, and part of that, you know, with our yoga practice, it's similar, you know, we can become more skillful at how we work with our body, but the way the body is going to be able to transform, that's something that's beyond our control. If we continue to carry stress with us through our life, that's going to inhibit the body's ability to transform. If we learn to carry ourselves more stress-free, the body's going to have an easier time transforming. But the body, what it's doing with the energies that we cultivate within ourselves, that's nature. That's like planting the seed and you can water it, but hopefully you have to plant it at the right time and you have to water it at the right time. It has to get the right sunlight. So there's other forces where we're a partner at most we're a partner in the creative process so karma cause and effect we're doing these things whether it's doesn't matter what kind of action it is there's going to be a, a result to the action doesn't matter what inspired the action Loba is greed, Krota is anger, Moha is delusion. Uh, there's going to be a result. So if the, if the action and the motive are, are both negative, then definitely there's going to be a negative fruit. If we want to avoid dukkha, we're going to have to sow seeds. We're going to have to do things change the way our mind functions, the way our mind thinks, to sow seeds of sukha, the opposite of dukkha. So then we cultivate jnana instead of agnana. Uh, Pratipaksha bhavana to take the other to reframe our thinking. You know, lots of things, lots of things happen that upset us all the time. Could be somebody driving too slowly, somebody driving too fast, right? <laughs> this one's driving too slow. That's bugging me. He's driving too fast. He's reckless. He's bugging me. I mean, there's no end, right? We can always find something to to bug us. Um, so that's a kind of bhadana, vitarka bhadana, that we allow our mind to take on this being bugged uh, mentality, the bhavana, the mentality. So pratipaksha bhavana uh, deserves some, some thought. How, how do we reframe our thinking? There's different ways we can approach it. Um, if somebody's driving too slowly, maybe you give them the benefit of the doubt. You think, oh, well, maybe, maybe they're too old and they shouldn't be driving, and <laughs> and you get more mad. No. Or maybe you think, well, you know, they might have a reason they're driving slowly, aside from texting. 
<laughs> well, maybe they're, they're timid drivers. Maybe they're, maybe they just had an accident, you know, last week. And so they're a little bit afraid. Uh, you could use some kind of logic to, to calm yourself down, to, to get yourself down off the ceiling, so to speak, from being wound up. You could, um, think like if they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing, they're doing some apunya, some, uh, in unmeritorious act, like they're on the phone or they're texting or, you know, or they're just driving reckless, uh, you could, you could think about how is how compulsion is such a strong force within me. I also have a difficult time overcoming the impulses to do things that, that are not uh, harmonious or helpful for other people. Sometimes I get mad. Sometimes I drive fast or I drive too slow. I'm not all, always perfect. Uh, you could use that kind of logic. Um, so you can think about different things, scenarios that might happen in your life that are common think triggers for you and try to think of ways to reframe your thinking so that when the trigger comes back around the next time you've spent a little bit of time, you've, you've, um, stocked up your, your, your palette of responses. So you're not stuck with the same colors to paint back at the situation, to color the situation with. Um, another thing, you know, when you're giving the person the benefit of the doubt, you're thinking, oh, they must have had, you know, maybe they had a really bad childhood. Maybe something happened. Somebody was really mean to them. So they're having, you know, they have developed this negative behavioral pattern. Another way, uh, a more uh, elevated and universal way is to just see the universality of everybody's struggle by recognizing your own struggle and then beginning to see that everybody's dealing with the same type of inner struggles. These inner struggles are universal. Dealing with anxiety over something that happened a long time ago and things remind you of it. You've developed this pattern of hesitation or avoidance. You, you don't wanna, you wanna avoid certain situations that might uh, really benefit if you could only just get yourself to be comfortable enough to confront and communicate to resolve this situation between you and this other person, but you're not comfortable enough to do that. Right? But if you could be comfortable enough, then you could create a resolution. Uh, but you have this pattern that you've accumulated and developed in yourself. So you can see this, you know, everybody's, uh, you can say a victim of their own habits in the same way sometimes you become a victim of your own habit. And from seeing that inside yourself, you can cult start to begin to cultivate more compassion for other people instead of getting frustrated towards other people. We're all going through the same kinds of things. Um, 
And the reason I was highlighting and I had us repeat the words Viveka Kyati, Aviveka Kyati, is because Patanjali is giving this as this is the remedy. Remedy. Right? You have to be able to catch yourself in these situations, which which is a type of Viveka Kyati, that you even recognize these situations in the first place. Either while they're happening, hopefully, you know, or you recognize it afterwards. And with enough practice, you begin to recognize it sooner and sooner and sooner until you start to actually begin to recognize it as it's first beginning to spring up. So Viveka Kyati, that's our um, method. And Patanjali actually he calls it Tarakam at the end of the third chapter, the second to the last sutra. Tarakam sarva vishayam sarvata vishayam akraman cheti viveka jangyanam. Tarakam means a raft. But if you have this ability to be clear about yourself, which is the viveka kyati, then you have, you have the, the means to be carried gracefully. You know, the raft that carries you through the ocean of samsara, as they say. Samsara is likened to an ocean. We're trying to get from one shore to the other shore. It's very difficult to cross this enormous ocean. You need a raft. You need some kind of a, a raft that keeps you afloat. And what keeps you from sinking, right? What causes you to sink is Vitarka Bhadana, the oppressive thinking. Where'd it go? Here we are. Uh, what can help give you more, more buoyancy is the Viveka Kyati, the self-awareness, clarity with your, within yourself. So we have to do this Pratipaksha Bhavana. Some people do it by going to a therapist. And the therapist explains different psychological patterns that are universal. They're universal. It's not just you. It's not just me. It's universal. And that's why the Yoga Sutras could be written, you know, 2,000 years ago. And we can still study it today because it's universal. Um, So when I first heard these ideas of how to reframe our thinking, I was very, very helpful for me. Uh, and I hope the same for you. I didn't, it didn't dawn on me all by myself from, from finding good teachers that pointed it out to me and explained it. Not to me personally, I was listening to lectures or reading books or watching uh, videos on YouTube, looking for good information, how to quit, you know, losing my patience, how to not be so <laughs> short, short, or burst of fiery tongue stuff. So, um, <laughs> and the other thing that helped, that has really helped me is not just the ant, the intellectual analysis like we're doing now, but bringing it into the body, the sensational body, through my uh, knowledge 
gained through my asana practice, my breathing in my asana practice, bringing it into my body where I feel things emerging, sensations emerging, anxieties emerging, uh, and into my head center where I feel like the, the an origin of tension beginning from, from thoughts before he, it even begins to call a flower out into something watching the the prana so regulating the prana and the posture right because if we are having some vitarka bhadana there's going to be a body posture correlated with it the posture is very important to become more aware of how we hold ourselves and how we carry ourselves somebody who who's very reassuring to other people they carry themselves in a certain way somebody who commands respect and attention they they have a different type of posture than somebody who people don't listen to or they might like them but you know but the they don't carry a lot of weight with their presence or their words so posture and breathing along with the pratipaksha bhavanam and making this connection So let me give you guys a couple minutes if anybody wants to share a confession or an insight or bring some more, shed some more light onto uh, anything about on shed some more light onto what we've been talking about. I just hit the unmute all button. Okay. Do you want me to keep going? Yes. Okay. Mute all. Uh, so the next sutra, we start talking about the the results of of the yamas. Ahinsa pratishtayam tatsannidhau vairya tyagaha. So the next four sutras have the same structure to them. They all use this word pratishtayam, which means to be fully established. Um, and interestingly, the only other place Patanjali uses pratishtayam is the last sutra uh, of, the, of the entire text. He, he uses pratishta, the same word, talking about being fully established in um, let me let me bring it up pratish swarupa ah right very good okay remember in the second sutra uh, tada drashtuhu 
if you have control of your mind, you have Chitta Vritti Nirodaha uh, from the second sutra. If that is present, Yogaha Chitta Vritti Nirodaha. If that is present, the Chitta Vritti Nirodaha, you have conscious. Uh, that means there's some Viveka, right? If there's, if you're consciously able to direct your mind, there must be some level of Viveka Kyati there happening. Um, so what happens then in Sutra three? He says, then, then, tada, drashtuhu, the seer, the one who sees, the one who acts in the body, the one who's observing everything, drashtuhu, swarupe, is avastana, is established in the swarupa. Swarupa is your sense of self, the sense of who you are, different than the asmita. The asmita is a conditioned accumulation of habits and history and everything that's formulating who you are. Swarupa is uh, more subtle than that. So, uh, swarupa pratishta. So in Sutra 3, when he's talking about developing yoga, avastanam. In the Swarupa, but here he uses Pratishta. So we have to infer the significance of the meaning, why he's using a different word. And what's interesting, right? So here he's talking about enlightenment. So we should infer that Pratishta is a complete establishment. And that's what's important about this word, pratishta. He's using it to indicate a complete establishment. You've, you've finished all, you've covered all holes in your self. No more blind spots, no more breaks in your viveka kyati. So when he's talking about the yamas, Ahinsa Pratishtayam. He uses Pratishtayam. And then what he says, if you're Pratishtayam, if you're that completely established in Ahimsa, then um, Vaidya Tyagaha uh, Enmity. Uh, so even for people, uh, Vaidya, meaning en enmity, uh, thoughts of ill will towards others, or feeling that somebody's your enemy, this gets left, left away. Tyaga. Even for those around you, Sunni Dao. For you, obviously, it's already gone. It's gone to such a degree that, and you're so steeped in it, saturated in it, that it is gone for the others around you. And Tiaga is a very special word in yoga philosophy uh, outside of the Yoga Sutras. Tyaga is 
the, the thing, like if you have uh, the spirit of renunciation or spirit of altruism, non-attachment, Tiaga is like the ultimate level of that. It, it's not a, there's no a little bit of pain involved in leaving it behind. And according to um, another text, which I can't re uh, reference the, the scripture that it comes from, but I heard it uh, the other day when I was studying the Purusha Suktam, the commentator, the Swami, was reciting, a, I think it was a uh, Upanishad, that said, Tiaga is the only way towards liberation. So, so he's not just talking about becoming so, you know, a regular nice selfless, guy. Huh? Sorry, selflessness then? Is this what you're... Uh, Tiaga like, is like, like if, you're, if you renounce something, maybe you do it because you think you're supposed to. So that there's a little bit of pain involved inside yourself, uh, but you give it, but you renounce it, right? Whereas Tiaga, you completely let go. You've completely let it go. You're done. You're finished. You, you, you don't have it. Uh, what's, the what's the motivation? I mean... Because you've matured beyond. Oh, okay. It's, it's the, you mean it's the natural step to take? It's the real letting go of something. It's not the like, because you, you know you should and it's going to be better for you so you you let it go but right. because you you really actually have no interest in it uh. yeah you, anymore you know like when you were a kid you just wanted toys for christmas or candy and then you you know you want other things actually we still want toys right we want phones and computers <laughs> microphones different kinds of toys <laughs> small very small evolution so satya pratishtayam kriya phala ashrayatvam so the fruit of your actions ashrayatvam they are they are supported If you're established in truth, right? So this is goes really goes beyond truth with the the lowercase t, where you I'm being truthful. This is talking about being established in capital T truth. Your mind is not caught up in its own thinking ideas about things, unless it's creating. Right? That's a different type of thinking process. Well, that can be grounded in reality, but it, but to be grounded in reality rather than in your imagination. So you're present in the ultimate sense of the word present, satya, pratishtayam. Then because of that being present, you know, these, these are talking basically like if you're enlightened, you have an enlightened level of ahimsa, you have an enlightened level of satya, right? Then all your acts 
it's like they're ordained. They're completely supported. Like how could they be anything else other if you're completely 100% all your faculties, all your energies are organized together and in un unified with everything you're doing. All the different dimensions of your consciousness, your body and your energies are all satya pratishtaya. Asteya pratishtayam. So asteya is truthful, uh, not stealing, not stealing. Sarva ratna upastanam. Sarva ratna upastanam. Ratna means a jewel. So in other words, a valuable thing. If you don't steal, you don't take things that don't belong to you, then people trust you. Oh, sorry. I didn't give you the, the preface. Upastana means come draw near to you. So all, all valuable things, literally all jewels, all valuable things come to you, are drawn near to you. Doesn't mean you become a, a magnet for gold and diamonds. But the world trusts you, the people, your, your community, your family, they trust you and they will entrust in you valuable things, whether it's secrets or possessions, they will not have any hesitation or concerns about entrusting you with being the treasurer of, of the organization or with the secret, you know, that they need to share with somebody, but it's, could get them, you know, needs to be secret. They will feel comfortable. So ahimsa, like if we think of ahimsa, like for a normal person, ahimsa means nonviolence. So this also means like not being mean and probably it's even more useful if we just think of it actually as not being mean rather than just not hurting people and not being mean then uh, evolving and maturing into being kind, becoming kind, developing the four immeasurables the, from Sutra 133, the four immeasurables are Maitri, Karuna, loving kindness, compassion, Mudita, joyfulness, and Upeksha, uh, non judgmentalism, not being judgmental, and Satya. You're, you're speaking the truth, your truthfulness to yourself and to others. Uh, doesn't mean that you truthfulness that's harmful it should be constructive it should be useful and uplifting for people sometimes we say things that maybe are hard for other people to hear but it's it's you're doing it uh, not to be mean you're doing it to help them to, to help reveal something to them 
so that they can uplift themselves. But that that's a little bit of a responsibility, isn't it? If they're ready for it or not, if they're not ready to hear it, then it maybe isn't nice, then it's not following ahimsa. So satya should follow ahimsa. Asteya, not stealing or being generous. If you have things that other people need, maybe you're able to share it. So there's different ways of looking at these things from different levels, but the, depending on where we're at with our, our own growth. But the sutras are, are clearly laid out like for uh, if you're completely established in it. So the next one, Brahmacharya Pratishtayam Viryalabha Brahmacharya Pratishtayam Viryalabha Brahmacharya means to move within the uh, the supreme, to move within Brahma, the divine. Charya means to move. Uh, so, if your mind is connected to your life, your source, the, the ultimate supreme, it's very virya. Virya means great energy. Labha means obtaining. Virya labha. Virya, obtaining labha. Obtaining great energy. If you have lots and lots and lots of desires, your mind is going so many places, how can your energy become strong and full if your energy is scattered all over the place because your mind is wanting and interested in so many different things? But if your mind is most interested in Brahma, your source, your ultimate being, and that's the place where the majority of your mind is concentrated, then your capacitor, your battery is going to be always charging. You're going to have lots of energy. You're not going to be losing energy daydreaming about speculating over the way things may or may not happen. Uh, what's going to happen tomorrow? Gosh, and... And next year, I don't know. And if I wished I wouldn't have done what I did yesterday. And you're losing so much energy. So Brahmacharya Pratishtayam Virya Labaha. And then Brahmacharya uh, on an ordinary level is talking about celibacy, which also has different levels. If you're a householder or uh, if you're a, uh, a monk, then brahmacharya is not the same for the monk as it is for the householder. So um, appropriate use of our creative life, vital life essence is how we juxtaposition it into different lifestyles.
And then it also has another interesting way that it can be viewed. Um, having the right kind of relationship with the with each type of person. Each person is unique. Uh, if you cultivate the wrong kind of relationship with a person, uh, any certain person, there's going to be a, a lot of drama. And that drama is going to be a, a drain on you emotionally, energetically. So, particularly um, if somebody's a coworker, then it's like a horizontal, right? Or if you're students in the same class, that's, these are horizontal relationships. You're basically, you're on the same playing field with these people. Um, siblings, they're on the same playing field amongst themselves. So the horizontal, but parent child or teacher student or therapist and patient. These are vertical relationships. So one person has uh, a higher position than the other person, a responsibility to the person beneath them. The, the therapist or the doctor has a responsibility towards their patient. The teacher has a responsibility towards their student. So you definitely don't want to, uh, a relationship like a, a romantic relationship has to be a horizontal relationship. Otherwise, there's going to be, it's an inappropriate relationship. Theoretically, theoretically. So anyways, that's the kind of idea. And, and even like, I've seen like for myself, like, you know, really being able to look at different dimensions of a person to try to see the compatibility, what's where you're compatible, where you're not compatible, and then refining the level of appropriateness, what type of relationship to have with a person, whether it should just stay as friends or if it's going to work to be uh, more than just friends by looking not just at the initial impulses you feel, uh, which is only one dimension of physical or an emotional attraction, but to look more lifestyle, like do they like lots of fancy things and you don't like lots of fancy things? You like to be intellectual, what other types of interests emotional interests uh, or emotional needs and intellectual needs that different people have. So I look at things more multidimensionally. So even within horizontal relationships, like we mentioned earlier, um, trying to assess if the relation, what type of relationship is going to be appropriate so that uh, you don't run into unnecessary drama which can be require a lot of attention and time from you. Brahmacharya. Brahmacharya pratishtayam viryalabha.
अपरिग्रहस्तैर्ये जन्मकथंथा संबोधा आ I think we'll leave अपरिग्रहा for next week so we can give it proper amount of time uh, I really hope the that I what I said about Pratipaksha Bhavanam was valuable to you. Because for me, that's probably like one of the biggest turning points in my life, making progress with my myself, uh, was getting help with Pratipaksha Bhavana. It was never explained to me. So many decades of yoga and never having a process explained to me like and making these connections. Uh, how to cultivate empathy and what that actually means and how to relate it to myself so that I can relate it to others. So that's why I wanted to spend more time on it. Give a little bit of insight into a process for you. All is good, everybody. Ready to close? <laughs> Christina, yes. Unmute yourself. Here we go. <laughs> Wait, can you hear me? Yeah. In 235, the renunciation, I, I'm not even going to try to say that. The Tiaga. Tiaga. Okay. Is that the same as sannyasa in Buddhism? No, it is not. What's the difference? So sannyasa is like a um is a set of vows it's more of a cultural thing okay. i mean in theory it could be but in practice it is not and in the bhagavad-gita krishna juxtapositions the two um against each other sannyasa is like you renounce worldly life you renounce family life you renounce certain work types of work in life and he's saying that doesn't necessarily mean you've you've become free from those things. Tiaga, and he, he goes into depth explaining the difference. Tiaga is where you really actually bec are becoming liberated from those things. But in Tiaga, do you have to give up the family life and everything else? Or no, no, no. Tiaga is strict. Is completely internal. an internal thing, a relationship within yourself. How you are still actually attached or not attached okay. it's your own in secret internal freedom thank you yeah and so that's that's the way the words are used sannyasa is the outer garb you've given up things but you may not actually have given it up you may still be carrying it okay thank you yeah and he, he bring he he puts a lot of it emphasis on it because culturally that people think the sannyasa they've given up all these things so they must be enlightened so he wants to make sure everybody's clear there's a difference between sannyasa and tiaga the, the tiaga is the real yogi not the sannyasa not just the person who renounces family life so and there there have been enlightened householders 
Thank you. So, okay. That helps. Great question. Thank you. What's Sarva? All, every, every or all. Sorry, I just scrolled back, but but anybody else? I'm happy to answer any questions related to what we're talking about. Okay. Om Swasti Prajabhyahav Paripalayantam Nyayena Margena Mahi Mahishaha Go Brahmanepyaha Shivamastu Nityam Lokaha Samastaha Sukino Bhavantu Kale Varshatu Prajanyaha Pritivi Sasishalani Deshoyam Shovaritaha Brahmana Santunirpya Aputra putrina santu putrina santu kautrinaha Adana sadana santu jivantu sharadam shatam Sarvesham swastir babatu Sarvesham shantir babatu Sarvesham purnam babatu Sarvesham mangalam babatu Sarve Bhavantu Sukhinaha, Sarve Santu Niramayaha, Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Makashtitukabhagbhavet. Om Shanti 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 Om Asatoma Sadgamaya, Tamasoma Jotir Gamaya Mrityorma Amrutam Gamaya Om Shanti 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 Om Pur Namada Pur Namidam Pur Pur Namudachate Pur Nasya Pur Namadaya Pur Namevavashishate Om Shanti 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 Om Tatsat Brahmar Panamastu Okay, thank you everybody. Have a great evening and I will see you tomorrow morning for Pranayama, I hope, uh, and Wednesday for more Yoga Sutras. Bye-bye. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you.